Pope is opening the advent calendar for today. I'm so excited. It might be a woodland animal. It might be an angel. We don't know. I'm more excited than anyone because I don't know what an advent calendar is. It's a it's a thing where you 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 push a thing or you move a thing every day on a piece of thing. Oh, See, this is a special a, slide. Really festive in. the way you put that. I saw the fire in your eyes. I found it, but I don't know where the thing is. Oh, slide it from the back. That's oh, how you find it. Oh, it's the back. Oh, it's a whole gizmo. Oh. What is it? It's a bird. It's a big bird. It's wow. next to, it's, it does, it's not an, it doesn't look like an owl. It looks is like it a, a turkey. It looks like a sparrow type bird, but it's like proportionally about the same size, if not larger than the owl right next to it. What wow. is that yeah, bird? Do you wanna, yes, like, oh, this is the weirdest it's like, one. Like a little, like a sparrow with a mohawk or oh, something. Oh yeah, fohawk. it looks sort of like a brown chickadee, but not. Are they as big as owls in real life? Because that's a no. big one. That's <laughs> no, a, it's the same These size as the owl. Are completely These, misproportional. No, this is dimensionally <laughs> that's Christmas incorrect. magic. Well, also if you notice, I'm scared of that. If thing. you notice either Tiny of those birds are the, bird. the size of a little girl's torso too. <laughs> yeah, the birds are about the same size as the children. The this is a nice. Nightmare world. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them to, could carry off one of these children easily. Absolutely, I'd be I'd be worried. I wouldn't let my children go out and play with the, this kind of fowl out in the air. Like, <laughs> okay, it's rolling, so don't say any bad words. What? I thought that was the point. Well, don't say truly, truly bad words, though. Don't it's say going. That. It's not. Hey, it's eleven eleven, everyone. Make a wish. Are we in? We're in. It's the internet. Woo! We're actually recording. Yay! I just want to get business done in the beginning. Uh, uh, Did you press record this time? Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we've had, yeah, ever since you've been in charge of that part, we've had very few, like, me not pressing record. Oh, yeah. And those two little- shows were our best shows. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were our greatest. I mean, some of my funniest material. Um, oh. Okay, so the <laughs> podcast is brought to you by our Patreon sponsors, and only them. We don't play any regular commercials um, because they won't have us. Um, <laughs> we uh, it's May Cookrow, it's Cindy Simmons, it's Jeff Wong, it's Jane Claire Swenson, it's um, uh, Jake Allen, it's Donna Newman. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's yeah, pretty much it. If I guys. missed you, write me an angry email. Those people sound really cool. That's a that's a nice that's a nice little they are that's a nice little group. They're the coolest. Supporters. Yeah, and Jared Reed helps out with the the labor on the shoots. You know, we nice. Yeah, so uh, everybody making the show possible, and thank you very much. And also, just so slightly temporarily, we're, we're sold out of the L A A F trucker cab. We right. are. If you oh. have showed up to like sexy Hollywood orgies and not been able to get in, it is completely our fault because you were not wearing your LAAF trucker cap. Uh, and we feel terrible about that, okay? But the last of them went out the door and uh, more have been ordered up. And uh, so get yours for Christmas today, right? Yeah. It's that's such cool. a deal. Just check at the top of our Twitter page, it's pinned right there. Y'all are nice. selling out on merch. That's pretty. We just that's started. Cool. It's our first merch. There's one thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we like when people are wearing that LAAF 
in other cities, you know, like yeah. Austin, Sacramento. And take like a little selfie and like, you're like, hey. yeah. Well, if you think about it, not being from here is LAAF. Most people here are not from here. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Chelsea? Uh, well, I'm, I guess I'm kind of from here. I'm from Rancho Cucamonga, technically. So I've been in Southern California my whole life. Um, That's pretty close to LA. Fairly, yeah. yeah. I've visited uh, a number of times. Is I it had... San Bernardino County? That's right. Okay, San nice. Bernardino so County. they're our eastern neighbor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's about like like forty minutes or so from here. Just trying to get like I live in Los Feliz now, and even just trying to the, the hardest part of a commute going east is just from Los Feliz Boulevard to the the five to the one thirty four to the two ten. Sound like the Californians right now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Los Feliz <laughs> Boulevard to the one hundred one to the two ten. One thirty four. Yeah, I was real mad at that sketch for being like that until they started in with the road names and stuff. And then I was like, no, no, you're nailing us. Uh, that's because you sound just like those yeah, I guys. Know. You're- I know. <laughs> hit, hit a little close to home there, Long oh, Beach. So we are joined today by Chelsea the Pope. Uh, she's Chelsea the Pope on Instagram. You got to check out her funny videos um, where she plays different characters. She comes from yes, so the- many wigs and so many characters. Oh, she's you. amazing. <laughs> We have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're real funny. We're huge fans, and uh, and we're happy to have you. Um, so just uh, hang out and uh, chime in on uh, this uh, crap that we do. Woo-hoo. Awesome! I love I love crap. Crap <laughs> is like my favorite. Here comes I have so much of it. A bunch of it. <laughs> Let's go. Today I put another great bumper sticker on my car. Somebody else's impressions hashed up for lazy people. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Nothing can stop us. This? You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Okay, calm down back there. Woo-hoo. We're bringing it in for a landing. Yes. Oh, Santa has landed upon the roof. Oh, yeah. Don't it's you hear the reindeers? Time. It's the time of advent calendars. It smells like a sycamore bush or some crap in this apartment. Uh, I'm sorry. No way. Bush. A in- sycamore is a tree with white bark, and it's a holly bush. Um, I apologize. There you go. I get all the ever. There we go. I up. like that. I like that correction. Okay, you can't just be shouting out any random shrubbery here. No, okay, <laughs> this is not the season for uh, that. Okay. Yeah. No, get your I shrubs that. straight. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Besides, a sycamore is deciduous. Is it not? What well, is going yeah, on? It, what, what does deciduous mean? I'm not smart. Li- oh, well, no, it's just because you're from Southern California. It means oh, yeah. the leaves, yeah. they, they turn a color and oh, they fall off. That? I didn't think I was going to learn anything today. <laughs> this, is, well, this is crazy. Oh, you'll learn this stuff. This is an educational podcast for sure. If you, yeah, if you didn't know already, Grace went to a school made of fine stones. A Christmas tree is coniferous because uh-huh. it has cones and needles. Uh, and, and evergreen, evergreen. because <gasps> you can release it on Instagram anytime. Oh wow! <laughs> Thank you. I'm carnivorous. Oh yeah! yeah. There, you go. there you go. There you go. So I had something in common with the trees all this time. You yeah. might be interested in the very tubby hummingbird that keeps drinking out of our 
uh, feeder you out got, there. You got one freeloader, just one one bunch one of hummingbirds hum- in this tree out here, right? They keep sure. eating out of the feeder. They're all like uh, you know in good shape, but sure. there's this one that comes and just drinks the whole thing dry, oh, and man. he is a big guy. Yeah, he, he looks delicious. Is he yeah. colorful? It's uh, the guy. Yeah. Well, I oh I don't know. Well, if yeah, they're he's brown, a little red. Yeah, yeah. Red. Maybe he's yeah. like the kingpin. All the birds around here, real showy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the I, parrots. Oh, really? Yeah, there's parrots in Pasadena, like a whole flock at evening that flies and screeches in the mornings I th- and evenings. I thought they were just like a tropical thing. I thought they were, you this just you have tropical. to go to. Is Pasadena tropical? I never thought about Pasadena's tropical. This whole air, Southern California is tropical. There's I, palm trees. You're talking to an LA, an, an LA native. I don't know nothing, okay? <laughs> All I see is smog. And and seagulls where they shouldn't be, like se- <laughs> seagulls on street lamps that I'm desperately trying not to walk under. Smog and seagulls are our main export out of this town. Pretty okay? much. That's- so you tell me parrots, I'm like, whoa. Well, <laughs> you were just born on the beach with a with a cocktail in your hand, just just. Yeah, Hollywood several, born. several cocktails. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> this little drunk little baby on the beach. Tis the season Tis for cocktails. Season. I'll be covering that in my segment. All the Christmas cocktails I'm going to be whipping up. Uh, yeah. Who are all these people talking? Oh. oh. Who are all these people in my mahogany-lined podcast lair? <laughs> oh, this one here. She is none other than actress, singer, dancestress, and uh, the th- thing stuff maker. Uh, inspi- and the inspiration of the podcast, the moral guiding light, I'd say. It's Grace Faye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, Thank on. you so much. It's okay. Come on. Thank you. Yeah, and sure. today we have a bright new talent Ooh. who is shining her light all throughout uh, this beautiful city of angels. Oh That's right. The one, the only, none other than Chelsea Pope herself. Oh my gosh. This... <laughs> And this Whoa, this audience is so nice. They're really sweet. Wow, they're really... It's such an honor to have Chelsea Pope here with us today. Wow. Especially this uh, close to the real that's... Pope's birthday. I feel like that's very meaningful. Yeah. Don't you guys? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Catholic Pope, Grace. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I can't get her excited about the mainstream religions for some reason. <laughs> I told you I'm a witch. I tell you every time. Oh, man. Um, witchy vibes. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and then that's that that other guy over there. This guy. Thank he, you he very much. He does the much. sound or something. A lot coming up in the show today. Woo. History stuff. Uh, famous birthdays. Um, we're, you know, we're all uh, uh, constantly grinding here in Hollywood. Well, uh, me here in Pasadena. But, you know, always on the grind. Yes. Am I wrong? Absolutely. You gotta Te- be grinding. ABG, right. always be grinding. So Always ooh, be grinding. Thank hot. you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shout out Nipsey Hussle. All right? There you R. go. Um, yeah, you just teched a couple shows. Let's see, you teched a musical and a one-man show in oh, Hollywood on yeah. Sunday. I and then a the little business. girl's dance recital last night. Oh, wow. Okay, well, nobody, don't go, you can't buy tickets to a little girl's dance recital. You know, <laughs> but... You can buy tickets to Mr. Uniyoshi at the Santa Monica Playhouse. Oh, okay. it's just cool. You've been teching that? Uh, yeah. That's and dope. I, uh, that's well, our I'm, buddy, uh, John Cho. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, man. Yeah. Not to give away anything, but like, there's one amazing bit where he does like two different distinct voices so quickly. And I wasn't aware of it. Like, I, I was doing lights and sound and just hearing the show basically for the first time. And I thought it was two actors doing the bit. Um, that's, that's how cool. good John Cho is. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Oh yeah, he's he's a cool dude. That's very cool that you're that you're well, he's involved in that. Mickey Rooney, who you know, <laughs> I, like, such a genius idea. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm such love. a serve back. <laughs> yeah, 
No, that's such a, that's, I, I love the, like, the self-awareness there. Like, just right away, like, like seeing that, seeing the poster for that, like, that he posted, I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that's, I love that he's, I, he's just going for it, you know? <laughs> like, Tell us about some of the characters that you've created, some of your favorites. Oh, um, gosh, that I've done so far. Uh, well, let's see, I've got, I haven't made a video of her in a minute, but I'm a big fan of Paula. She's, um, Paula. she is all about giving you tips on getting you a job. But, uh, <laughs> you know, she's, she's been applying to jobs for years. You know, to, uh, gosh, I've been applying to jobs for 16 years and now I'm sharing my secrets. And, um, <laughs> the, 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 she kills it on LinkedIn. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> never actually held a job. Like, <laughs> Uh, you know, she's never she's never gotten that far in the hiring process. But what she does know, she will share all of. I'm a fan of her. Um, you know, one of her number one uh, power move tactics is just pulling out a sandwich and starting to eat that, and right in front of the person that you're. <laughs> oh, that's at the you know, interview. That's her, you, you pull out your sandwich. Yeah. Now, if you did everything right, they're gonna ask you for a bite of your sandwich. <laughs> you say what sandwich? <laughs> oh, oh, that's not creepy. No, that's how to get the job. That's yeah. pa- power move. <laughs> power moves. I love that idea that when you're creating um, your own original sketch characters, you're putting them in the context of, oh, these are people that would be doing a YouTube video anyway, or be doing yeah. a how-to. That's a helpful frame to just keep mm-hmm. in mind as far as like making characters because sometimes it feels and I still do make videos that are just like that POV style or like as though it is like someone talking to another person but generally I think the stuff that performs better but is also just easier like if you feel I felt more comfortable making stuff that is some sort of like whether it's some sort of presentational character or like yeah they're doing like a youtube tutorial of some kind or it's something that sort of like lends itself to that medium of it being an online video yeah that makes it feel like it there there's something i don't know like you're 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 playing with the medium you're aware of the medium and you're playing with it more you know as opposed to just like this is a live character that i'm just going to like pretend i'm talking to someone off camera you know like it's I like that the frame find, yeah the framing of it you know we yeah. always talk about musicals when all of a sudden there's just a song for no reason yeah. yeah and then the difference between that and something where the characters in the movie are in a band as well so yeah. that there's reason for them to be doing the song sometimes it's important to sort of grab your audience in that way yeah, yeah. Well, one yeah. of your recurring characters is you talking to your brain oh yeah there's the i've been doing these loops <laughs> i just did did one where it's yeah it's me and my brain and yeah those those have been strictly just coming from a place of me feeling like i don't know i don't know what to make or i'm feeling like anxious or it's like well why don't i manifest you know what my brain <laughs> looks and sounds like because it's my own worst enemy but it's like her brain it's always its own telling character. her ideas are stupid basically She's, you know i think it's relatable having like that negative yeah. self-talk it's Especially like well why don't creative. i use that yeah exactly it's yeah. like the creative struggle of just like well, that's you know dumb. yeah it's like no i don't want to eat i'm drinking coffee no, yeah. i don't i don't morning pages <laughs> no um Oh yeah, no. I have an idea. Um, uh, 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 everyone you've ever dated upgraded after you. 
Oh, oh sorry, no, that horrible. was just an intrusive thought. Sorry, that wasn't, that was not, <laughs> that was, I mean, you can write it down still, but, you know, so that's sort of like, I just thought it would, it's healthier to, not, I don't know if it's healthier, but it I thought healthier. it'd be a, funner, oh, a yeah. fun way to process what we all have is legitimately that happening in my head from time yeah. to time. And, um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think it's relatable. It's you know? absolutely every single so. artist has that that sabotage voice, that judgmental voice. Every human has that. Every yeah. time we are, especially. But the thing with being an artist is you have to take risks a lot, mm-hmm. and you have to keep pushing yourself creatively. It's like this inner drive. Yeah, and you come up against in order to create the kind of content that you've created. I'm sure it you've come up against that voice, and most people yeah. listen to the voice, and so they just don't post the video yeah. or they just don't do the thing or they take what I do is I'll take other jobs that distract me mm-hmm. that that sort of keep me excited creatively enough that I'm like oh I'm sort of doing it you know I but totally it's like a substitution for you know the authenticity of what it would really take to put out an original character what you'd like really video. like to be doing it, or like the, the thing that you're like afraid to like lean into I mean that at the same I was anxious about making a video just this past week I didn't know what to do and it's like that's that's where the the brain stuff kind of comes into play is like well you know uh, take your broken heart and turn it into art as Carrie Fisher said but you know in a more I guess in a more like pragmatic way it's just like well if there's something that's bothering you or something that's that's nagging at you I don't know. Is there a way to exploit that? Yeah, <laughs> is there right. a way to like? How could? That's what I'm her. thinking. When I'm in a when I'm in a bad mood or I'm I'm going through something, there's mental fog that's keeping me from like taking a risk or trying to make a video because I'm worried that it's going to perform badly or I'm like I haven't been funny lately. Everything sucks. Blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah. How can I exploit this? How can I do you make something out of this? Do you think if you uh, if it makes you laugh, it's worth doing almost all the time or? It, is it like you filter out a whole bunch of stuff that makes you laugh, but you don't think would make other people laugh? Uh, that's a really good question. I definitely think... That whole process happens in like a split second for comedians when they're doing a joke or whatever, you know? But yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll have... an uh, Something will make me laugh, but then when I try to write down the idea as though it's a sustainable... <laughs> something that could be more than like 10 or 15 seconds or even that can be like 10 or 15 then I realized it's like oh this was maybe just a half idea or you know maybe this is worth like I should pitch this to someone else maybe toss around the idea a little bit more like for instance I was taking I'm I still take like classes and I still try to I've still been trying to get better as a writer and uh this character class I'm taking actually at the pack yeah. um, with John Milheiser. It's like, I've been pitching, we pitch ideas every week. And sometimes people come in with things that are like really like very easy to volley with that are like really fleshed out pitches of, yeah. of ideas of characters. And most of the time I have stuff that's just like a uh, woman who misses her Tarzan lover. <laughs> but then like no one knows how to pitch on that because they don't know right. how to frame it and I'm like I don't know how to frame it that's why I'm I just threw that or I, I have one that actually got some legs because John had a really great idea for it, it was like um, I just wrote in quotes because sometimes I'll just write down something that I think would be a funny thing for a character to say but I have no idea in what context and it was just like I, I, I did know I wanted it to be like like a, an office like coworker or something that just keeps trying to tell everybody, hey, I got a truck. 
<laughs> hey, you guys. Uh-oh. I don't know if anybody needs help moving, uh, but uh, I just got I just got a truck. Big bed. Big bed in the back. He would be a great person <laughs> yeah. to play that character yeah. because, yeah. 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 yeah, that's basically me. I'm the guy with the truck who is always helping. I'm After this, I'm helping my buddy move. Or it would be funny to have kind of like maybe a skinny guy with like a tie. Yeah. Be like walking around like trying to yeah. be like I got a truck like like very <laughs> wow. small man um all right well you okay. can follow her on uh, Chelsea the Pope uh, on Instagram and yeah. Chelsea the Pope.com and what's your TikTok oh my TikTok my TikTok is Chelsea underscore Pope I do have the Chelsea the Pope handle on there but that was one that like I was just making stupid like stoner videos and then like oh we hate that I oh, know yeah, I, I bet weed. yeah that's everybody in I California never hates it right weed before I did this uh, <laughs> yeah 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 that's not what I'm doing right after this no um <laughs> I I got locked I got locked out of that account somehow I don't know what happened but like anyway I just I feel like I need to explain that every time because that I, happened to me on Facebook me. and Instagram and now like thousands of well okay hundreds of people think that I like hate them or blocked them or whatever it's like no hackers did this okay hey let's do some news unless you Twitter and know all the latest slang they'll throw you out like yesterday's newspaper do I look 40 years old yes if you like blood and thunder Come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Breaking News. This federal anti-terror unit investigated journalists. Dang it. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want your What do you want your tax money to go into people looking into journalists? Is this part of the new police state? Is this what's happening? I don't know. Maybe I should read like one word of the actual article. <laughs> no, I mean journalists have really taken a bad rap with the whole fake news thing. Uh, oh, Not yeah. all journalists are TV presenters. Those of us who work in entertainment in LA know that yeah. very clearly. Like, well, they're at the same time not necessarily living up to the good old standards of journalism that you know. I don't know. But some are. I mean, oh. I think there yeah. are some incredible. It's, it's doing a lot of work. Yeah, like we're 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 in a very muddy terrain. Uh, you know, shout out to our our former president Trump who was telling so funny. Trump, was, shout out. I know, shout out to Trump for telling everyone on social media every single day that nothing they read is real or or that they see is that what you see. Really don't believe what you see. Heads. Don't believe what you read. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I you know not to. I'm, I'm going to try and stay apolitical, I guess. But at the same time, I do think that that's going to that's going to uh, have a toll on the public perception of I what journalists do in general. It's or like what he was, media does. It's like he was the worst part of it, but it's all part of this like massive decline of the standards of everything. Yeah, like just like uh, uh, I have that later in my thing in my notes for my thing. I'm like uh, everything's broken and stuff, and like it seems like that too with. You know, well, uh, like uh, all the all the uh, accusations that Trump, you know, would hurl at uh, the journal uh, journalism in general, basically, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have stuck. I don't think so hard if it hadn't been in a steady decline, you know, a little bit as they're selling out to like um, advertisement, basically, and becoming mm-hmm. um uh, entertainment companies and not journalism companies. Not us. Yeah. We are. We are. No, we, we don't sell out to anyone. News. You guys are pure. 
You won't yeah. you won't even accept any sponsors, right? No. Put you would the never, money away. You would yeah. never. Yeah. No. If we could get any, we would we would say take back your money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, unless unless no, like No, that's not true. That's not no, true. call you us. Give, give them give them a sponsor, all right? Anybody. So sponsor these guys. Okay, so the Cecil Hotel, do you mm. know about it? Oh yeah. No, tell me. Legendary what's, what's haunted hotel um, where Richard Ramirez stayed, mm. where um, this woman Elisa Lamb was found floating in the water tank. So the film oh, director what? or the serial killer. Yeah, there is a Netflix documentary about it called uh, Crime Scene: The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, which covers the whole history. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to true crime podcasts and follow that, like I do, yeah. it's kind of a legendary vintage hotel. It was sort of very, very fancy back in the 30s and 40s, and now then it's right um, edges on Skid Row, oh, basically, and has had a, quite a decline. So now, just so you guys know, newest news: okay. they're now going to turn the Cecil Hotel into affordable housing. Oh, for uh, home, homeless oh. people, I could live there. Yay or nay hey, on I, this idea to know, put the people who have no home in the haunted hotel. I share a one bedroom with someone, so like I'm on just barely this side of affordable housing tent town. <laughs> so like I'm I'm down for this. You know, that could I'm, be easily me one day. I'm always uh, in favor of affordable housing. I'm so, you know, I'm I'm very I'm quite dismayed by the homeless uh, epidemic that we have in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. I think uh, you know, turn half the hot chicken places into to Thank affordable you. housing too while we're at it. But how as, you know, much hot chicken do I we do- need? <laughs> no, that's gonna that's gonna. I can already tell it's gonna sundown. Just like poke, just like froyo. Um, you know, but I do I do think it's it's uh, it's. I don't want to say it's funny, but it's darkly funny, ironic in a messed up way that it's like, oh god, this horribly haunted building that this potentially like high like highly spiritually volatile building um well we've been meaning to give the homeless people some sort of affordable housing i guess we'll give them this haunted hotel no one will go live with these ghosts you just bring some sticks of sage down there it's good i'm sure claim it i don't i i don't think that I, I I say I say go for it. I think they they better that than than them trying to turn that into um, some sort of oh a tourist hoity, trap ho- would yeah, be tourist, great. Yeah, tourist or yeah. They, I mean, because they very a well really could, long running reality show they, about ghosts, well, could, ghost could, catchers. They could very much turn it into this. It could it could have it could go the opposite direction of it being a gentrification opportunity where it becomes this trendy sort of oh yeah. Um, Instagram worthy type hipster capitalize uh, on the hauntedness haunted yeah. tour bullshit which mm-hmm. I you know I, I think I think it's I think it's quite nice that's going to become affordable housing and you know maybe the spirits are not malevolent maybe they just don't want to be exploited maybe they'll be on board with this too you know yeah maybe we can kind of reclaim that from all the many um, suicides and murders that have happened in that hotel <laughs> uh, look it up one, if you're interested <laughs> yeah, one yeah. tiny one tiny law enforcement related me the, uh, yes. the cop of the show um sheriff villanueva villanueva sheriff villanueva says that uh his department he's the um the boss of the sheriff's department here in mm. los angeles Your county best friends he <laughs> says that his department is underfunded and understaffed and i say wasn't that the point that of was the, the point of the whole deal yeah. buddy yeah. <laughs> yeah yes and as and as people continue to make fun um, of you know the the non-armed you know officers that are going out on calls. Um, I'm all I'm all for it. Like that's kind of plus. That's what we asked for the whole time. Like uh, you know, is for like lots of people, especially not to the, shoot mentally ill people. Yeah, yeah. you know, you don't you need know, them yeah. really. Maybe not. I think it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. 
Yeah, somebody's like probably. Oh man, especially I was driving around last night and it was super cold. Like mm-hmm. there's this cold snap happening. That's right fifty now. degrees. Yes. I'm yeah. like, if, oh man, if I was outside in this cold, I yeah. would go nuts. I would yeah. go ballistic and like be angry. And, I would need the meth just to stay warm. Oh yeah, you gotta. That'll warm me up too. Yeah. You know. I mean, truly, like when you when you're in that meth. when you're in that position, it's 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 cruel to. It's cruel to to vilify people that are just trying to survive, survive. under those con- conditions. Exactly, you know? and it's and this is only like a California winter too. I can only imagine, and and you know, this is where east. you can survive mm-hmm. outside. Like you know, and it's, it's not still very pretty. Nice. It's still pretty awful when it's when it's freezing outside. So you know, I I say, hey, you know what? If that if it warms them up, you know, don't don't. Well, you guys, you know we have a chance to vote for a new mayor uh, December oh, okay. 2022. Oh, yeah, Garcetti's right. out. He's already served two terms. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be interesting. The city council is very, very corrupt right now. Yeah. There's basically one city council member in L.A. is in federal prison. Two more are under, <laughs> under indictment. Wow. A formal deputy mayor is embroiled in a bribery case. Garcetti's chief of staff uh, spent several months on leave after posting disparaging remarks on a Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. And then the former head of the city water and power department has agreed to plead guilty to bribery charges so and Garcetti's getting a promotion he's well he's gonna go be the ambassador for India he's getting a big promotion and he's getting out of this town that's more money for less work more money less work and 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 potential immunity of getting you know yeah since LA is 49% Hispanic how about we vote for a Hispanic mayor yeah why not Yeah. yeah First That'd be one. nice. Uh, have yeah. you seen yeah. Belfast or Coda? Oh, or I want to see Belfast. Or King Richard. Or The Power of the Dog. I want to see King Richard. These are all nominated for Golden Slopes. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. I love all of these. I love all these mashups. You edited all of these t- you, together. It's incredible. Vintage movies and it's everything. so yeah. good. Awesome. Uh, it's really good. segment of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, it's not better. It's not better help. Okay, listen. Okay. It's not better help with the T's. It's better help with two D's. Mm. Okay, so pay You're wetting your bed. Well, uh, over at BetterHelp, they... They frown down upon people actually <laughs> lying in their bed for to get their therapy. You know, right. they're like, I mean, "Hey, they'll always give you shit." They're mm. like, "Get up out of your bed. Clean up all those McDonald's wrappers next to you. You should, you know." Uh, mm-hmm. I need help to just like stay in we bed all day. We don't do that over at BetterHelp. We let you stay in your bed. All right, pull those covers over your head and log on to BetterHelp. Never wash some. your sheets. Yeah, BetterHelp. It's better than BetterHelp. I gotta be honest it kind of just sounds like a hotel like or like a motel better help because you go there <laughs> and they tell you and you go to bed yeah so it's just like a, a big building full of beds yes oh that oh that reminds me of one of our other sponsors air b we just bring you a mattress <laughs> oh okay but yeah, that you don't go anywhere though that, the no, there's no one no one's hosting you you no. don't get to 
It's there's there's no breakfast. There's you could no, call an Airbnb mm-hmm. right here, and then somebody would throw a mattress just someone like throws down a, on the sidewalk. Someone just throws a mattress, and you got to... They would throw... Yeah, they would throw it right where our Christmas tree is. Both of mm-hmm. these services available for just seventy nine ninety nine every week. Uh, um, they'll just take that right out of your debit card. Those are, yeah, obviously, yeah. Those are obviously joke sponsors, okay? Uh, oh, my man. main topic here has to do with our main sponsor, Bulletproof Industries, all right? We... Look... Yeah, we share a name with with a right wing coffee company, and we don't mean to do that. Um, we're thinking of other stuff. All right, this is not the best time to choose another name, but uh, whatever. We just make stuff that doesn't break, right? No, that's a cool pop song, Bulletproof. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I love Larue's Bulletproof. Uh, who's this? What, what's going on? Been I'm old. Like, don't not mess around. I'm having fun. Don't put uh, me down. Oh. I never let you sweep me off my feet. Oh, this yeah. time, baby, I'll be. <laughs> okay, I remember now. Wow. Speaking of stupid sketch ideas, we yeah. want to talk about yeah. more like premises that I wrote down that don't have legs. I actually literally <laughs> wrote like like a one page start of a sketch for a sketch team I was on at the pack um, where I wanted to do um, a coffee shop that's LaRue's Bulletproof Coffee. Okay. So someone's oh, right. like, oh, I'll have a bulletproof coffee. And they're like, no, this is... LaRue's Bulletproof yeah, Coffee right, right. <laughs> and it's just someone and then the only thing I could think of I'm open to pitches is just somebody have with like a like a regular paper coffee cup yeah and uh, they would have you'd have like a whole big percolator filled with coffee and then they just the this is LaRue's Bulletproof Coffee and then they just start the song from the very beginning and then they just hold this the thingy down and bop to the song while the whole thing plays and they just kind of lightly mouth it like around and the coffee's just pouring over their hand and like just going like I was like if I staged it I'd get like a kitty pool that like yeah you'd have to like it would be cold coffee but like for this guy you'd have to they're like guys not burning you (laughs) bulletproof coffee bulletproof and then uh That'll be $26. <laughs> Lids are $7. Yes, welcome to LA. Here we go. Yeah, um, you didn't have to leave it running. You didn't. You didn't this have is to... LaRue's Bulletproof Coffee. But what does that have to you do have to with... play the whole song. That's, yeah. the, that's how that's they what do it. That's what, what, what you paid for. for. It seems like the song would cut off when the coffee cup was full, though. I no, mean, wouldn't that be... it keeps going the whole. So that's the that's I know. Well, I thought about. I, I would some. I feel like somebody in the room said that, and I said, I said no. <laughs> I said no. I want this sketch to just be the whole song, yes. and yeah. then they go. That'll be twenty six dollars. <laughs> Lids are twelve dollars, and then one person, one more person comes. We're, we're out of coffee. Leave. <laughs> like we're closed. <laughs> we only. They can only serve like one of those coffees a day. And closed. then they they pull their little hipster fedora down over their eyes and <laughs> just, shut the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, so bulletproof industries. Uh, oh, um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> Sorry. No. Well, we, we perfect we, riff. We make perfect. we 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 just make stuff that's br- that never breaks. Right. So mm. if something's broken. And then you can get it replaced with one that we promise will never break. It's like a billion dollars, right? Yeah. But like, uh, take my blinker. My blinker does this thing. I found out about it yesterday. On your on your truck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the whole okay. One thing is when you blink one way, it'll blink the other way. Mm. You, oh, you that's annoying. It's not good. So it's the opposite direction from where you flip it. It's like if you flip the thingy up, then yeah. it's gonna click for the, the wires left side. are crossed or something. But just sometimes. Oh no. Just sometimes. And then sometimes it'll not blink at all. 
And then, and then, and then the other thing is the wipers, which is in the same uh, gizmo or whatever. When you mm. turn the wipers on, sometimes they just kind of stop. And it was raining real hard yesterday, and Uh-oh. I'd just be blind oh, all of a sudden. If you jiggle it, <laughs> if you jiggle oh, it a little man. bit, it starts working again, which is great. But, but it. It really annoys me. On the Bentley, me. you mean? Oh my god! There's an issue with the Bentley. <laughs> and I do these jobs, and look, like look at all the stuff that's like plugged together here, and like all the technology that yeah. we use. Like just a normal person in their so everyday life trying to watch videos or whatever, you know? Or like everybody has a podcast too now, and so everybody's trying to figure out what XLR to plug into this thing. Yeah, like, I, that whole all of that eludes me. I think this is our like this. I don't know what that is. That right. that <laughs> makes all the difference. She's pointing to the sound mixer thing thank you i just see a box with a bunch of cords sticking out of it and I'll a bunch of little lights take over no. <laughs> oh, no. no 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 sorry i'd be talking into my phone with they the all audio. fail all these gizmos fail eventually this microphone eventually will have to be replaced and way too soon and at bulletproof industries we'll make one for like so much money way too much money but like it'll never break That's but the I, like, thing. I would pay that if i could if it would yeah. never break yeah exactly but right? things are made to break yeah that's yeah. what i expected out of the bulletproof coffee too i went there and i thought oh this coffee will never break and i threw it on the ground and it, it smashed into And a then I shot pieces. it with some bullets and oh, so I'm coming for you companies, all right? All your garbage crap that doesn't work and breaks constantly. Did you ever go see that shrink about your uh, anger issues? This is LAAF. She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No. No I more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along <laughs> and sell out. Yeah, this is, these are to all help. So helping accomplished. All right, well, (laughs) it sure is fun when the women outnumber the men here on this podcast. Yeah, my point was that there wasn't enough, like, shows out there with, like, two or three dudes all yakking at each other all at once. That's true. You know, we need more of those. There's not enough on AM radio. There's not enough podcasts like that. Yeah, and uh, Chelsea, you have a podcast too, right? I do. Yes, I do indeed. It's called A Breath of Fresh Movie. You can find what? it where, wherever you find podcasts. Thanks. It's uh, my uh, friend Victoria Harley uh, and I. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got, uh, I got to just pause you there because oh, sure. we got a federal mandate. Um, you got to... You gotta say the line. You gotta say mm. uh, wherever you get your podcast. You oh, gotta say oh, yeah. everybody. I, everybody says it. You know they do. Oh yeah. No, I. I I'll. I'll say it again. Just give us um, that clean. Okay, we're okay, rolling. Okay. We're rolling. Okay. Go ahead sorry. And take that um, clean. Uh, you can listen to a breath of fresh movie wherever you find podcasts. Where? Uh, excuse me, man. Sorry. Like, can we s- just cut? Uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, okay. So I'm sure you've heard podcasts before, right, man? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what the line is, and I'm sure you've heard the line on uh, the podcast uh, no, that you've listened to. I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't. It's wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. You nailed it right there. Let's just roll and do it like that, okay? One clean uh, o- over here for Chelsea. Can you tell him to put poop. the? Can you tell him to put the gun down? Oh yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> uh, that's. Uh, that's not our common practice around here. It's COVID rules. You okay. Know I mean? uh, Joey, since, put the gun down. Ever but since she the, can do it without the gun in her okay. face. Ever okay? since the Baldwin thing. 
Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, right. he's lowering so the gun. Here Thank we go. you. Wherever you get your pocket. Okay. Okay. Um, you can listen to a Breath of Fresh movie wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yes. you nailed it. Chelsea Pope, everybody. All right. <sighs> That's, That's a, a wrap, go. everybody. We got a union crew. We got to get them to lunch. I just, okay. I just pooed myself a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> He'll yeah. put the gun away. He'll put the gun away. He's Thank very you. specific. It's it's union rules. Oh man. <laughs> um uh so I've been watching a lot of fun stuff on HBO. I've been I watched Succession, right? Interesting. Oh yeah, I Did just caught it. Yeah, I just watched I, I'm all caught up, are you? Yes. Yeah. 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 What a show. Also, what happened to Brittany Murphy? I finally watched. I have not watched that yet, oh. but, but I did watch. There were like multiple YouTube videos. She's gotten back in the zeitgeist recently. Yeah. Several folks have kind of brought her up. You in will terms love of, that yeah, documentary. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's so creepy. Actually, I it's, really, that guy. She's a tragic I thought that story. because the guy died right after she died, that mm-hmm. maybe... Anyway, it yeah. yeah. Watch it. It's it's fascinating. It he was a con man, basically the guy she married, and awful. Kind of conned. Then her mother was sleeping in the same bed with him. Oh my god! After sh- the daughter died. What? Anyway, um, oh, and then shit. of course also on HBO, um, I had to watch the new Sex in the City. And oh yeah, just like and just that. like that. What, uh, what do you think so far? I have okay, not spoiler watched. Spoiler alert! I, I did hear the spoiler already. Yeah. So uh, Big dies at the end of the first episode, which was very quick. Not really enough time to. Oh, he comes to back. Get in a Peloton commercial, though. Yes. Yeah, they, that was qu- that was a quick turnaround. Exactly. It feels wow. like it was almost planned. They yeah. snapped back so fast and already had the actual actor, Chris Noth, do that Peloton commercial. So check those both out, guys. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing is that they really are trying to update it, like trying real hard. Yeah. So just within um, the first two episodes, liberal buzzwords included these phrases sex shamed patriarchy gender binary offensive consent cisgender woke so white savior complex and on and on and oh on because it's these three white women of course yeah. minus Samantha so they, they really are trying to comp- I mean they brought in Vanessa Williams you see Sarah Ramirez as well yeah. and like that, I mean they're really trying to do some heavy lifting which kind I, of like, I appreciate I mean go I, for I it don't, I don't hate it I have again I haven't watched it yet um, I do also feel as having been like a long time Sex in the City fan, I've watched through this. I've only watched through the series twice, but you I know, grew up on it basically. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it, you know, I think there's an aspect of that that I do appreciate that they're addressing, and simultaneously, don't I don't want Sex in the City as a show to be too ashamed of what it was because I also like. I, I think you know be proud of your be I think I think be proud of your shittiness to a to a limited degree. At the don't time, don't be it was harmful. Liberating. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, they definitely were revolutionary for what they were. It's now a lot a lot of it's problematic now, but at the same time, it's still it, it's yeah it's, it's very New York as fuck to be and very like white women in their fifties to be extremely overly liberal and apologetic. I yeah, mean, I know because yeah. I'm that way. You know, saying, you know, it's it's that trying to strike that balance now. I think there's just it's there's a pendulum swinging aspect to 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 the culture that we're heck that yeah we're navigating but, yeah now. people doing it as their social responsibility is one thing but people doing it as like their constant fashion statement is pretty easy to spot That's maybe all. they'll get you know get all this stuff kind of established and out of the way establish all the new characters and, sure. and start to be funny later on in their season because <laughs> it hasn't been funny oh um, no if you want really yeah. cheesy uh, fun Christmas movies on Netflix I recommend Castle for Christmas with oh um, Carrie Ells and Brooke Shields they, like he's like a Scottish lord and they go to this Carrie castle Owens? oh yes. yeah he's but he's all he's like great. grown up and then single all the way which is one of the it's great it's so sweet and it's one of the first um big like 
cheesy Christmas movies with two gay men as the leads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I saw so a preview sweet. for that. Is it and a I'm romantic like, comedy? Yes. And I'm like, this kind of genre was made for two sweet gay men who want to completely decorate for Christmas. And it's very sentimental. Anyway, it's yeah. great. Yeah. So that's fun. I love the title. It's just like, what a great pun single all the way. I love all those great. cheesy I'm surprised there, isn't already, there wasn't already a movie called, like, or there wasn't already like a Hallmark movie called that or something. I It'll like just trumpet on IMDb. It'll just like pop up a little bit quicker, you know? Yeah. They, they always are reusing those those names. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, I just rewatched Jingle all the way. Still great. I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited about those cocktails. Um, you guys know all about the hot cider and add a little whiskey to it. Oh, the yeah. hot toddy where you got hot water, lemon juice, whiskey, and honey. This is the, a great um, time Here's to a toddy. new one. I do the co- hot coffee where you have coffee and you add a little coffee to it. Come oh, on. Nice. Or a little Kahlua or Bailey's. Or you could take this like yummy almond chai with real um, anise stars, cinnamon sticks, uh, ginger and cardamom pods with almond milk and then you add the Kahlua or the Baileys to that hot chai. Yes? That sounds so good with chai. So these cocktails are hot, y'all. It's it's time. It's that time of year. Darn it. I'll never get one of those Oscars. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Just give out the address and all, all yeah. of it. Yeah, all like the we're gonna details. like we're gonna get more than eleven people to come to this party, <laughs> <laughs> and like we can fit more. Oh, it is the best and greatest segment of the LAAF podcast currently. Now it is the segment that uh, acknowledges our celebrity betters. Ah, yes. If yes, you of indeed, you know, any time this week, if uh, you were born uh, coincidentally on one of these days. Uh, and you share it with one of these luminaries, then, you know, just feel extra warm in your heart and, and prideful about yeah, it. Yeah, Expect a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> all of these celebs owe you a phone call on your birthday. On their birthday, they should be calling you and wishing <laughs> you a happy birthday. Happy birthday to Tupac Shakur. Oh, okay. 1971 to 1996. Happy birthday, Tupac. Born. Born on, uh, oh wait, that's June 16th. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. It's his half birthday then, right? Or is that, yeah, it's his Pretty half soon. birthday. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Yeah. Grace is a huge Tupac fan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's six months away from your actual birthday. That's the half birthday point. Oh, happy birthday on the 15th to Don Johnson, one of my faves. There you from go. Miami Vice. And then when they remade that movie Miami Vice and it was just it was it was not the same. Yeah. There wasn't the cocaine, there wasn't the the well, there was a little Is cocaine. that still on or no? I just remember the billboards for like one there were like one season I yeah. saw of well, the billboards. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, what other things did they try to do redo for one season it just didn't take mm. it's like all kinds of stuff they well they grab a show that wasn't very popular to begin with and they, do, and so they like, try to wait. like yeah there's some there's some nostalgia uh, do some, mash, there's a like, cult found there's a cult following here why don't we try to make it mainstream again <laughs> but it's like mash was the hugest show ever and no one's ever tried to remake it and like and they then, did make like, a movie they made a movie of mash i believe so oh, oh no you know what 
I I'm sorry. I was A-team. thinking of the A Team. Oh, that's Damn. a great movie. The A Team movie was actually really I, solid. Everyone it was hated stupid, it, but, but great. like I loved it. Like, and it was awesome. They were like like shooting and hollering, falling out of the sky in a yeah. fucking sorry in a tank. <laughs> sorry. Oh no, you can oh, say you anything can swear. you want. Oh, it's okay. podcast world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. We in fact the it's more the better. It's also Beethoven's birthday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's your oh, favorite no. Beethoven song then? Huh? Well, I, okay. I'm just cheesy, so I just know bum 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 bum. That's the seventeenth. Um, happy birthday to Kristen Ritter, right? Oh, we saw okay. her yeah, yeah, really, yeah. you know, take off with Breaking Bad yeah. and then the bitch in Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah, don't trust the bee. She's funny. Jessica and she's- Jones. Oh, she's yeah, so good in Jessica Jones. I love Jones. Jessica Jones. That was a good show. Just to have a gritty superhero like that. That's yeah. real. Yeah, I love I love a that was flawed a good, heroine. That was a really good character for her. Like. And um, happy birthday to Miranda uh, Miranda Otto. She's the aunt on um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, okay, gotcha. and she was the the Aragon's wife in the Lord of the Rings series. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, okay. I I kind of love her. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. happy birthday to Wassily Kandinsky. Kandinsky, the painter. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah, so lots of blurry, colorful, yes. abstract shapes. Oh, yeah. We'll post yeah. some pictures on our Instagram over at LAAF Podcast of Kandinsky's painter paintings. Uh, happy birthday to Jane Austen. What? Yeah, How the, am I missing all the these? Porn, the porn novelist. <laughs> it, hey, you know, I've She's had some just, fun reading those Jane Austen novels. Yeah. I mean, when for, I was 17. Some some girls treat it like porn, that's I mean, for sure. Darcy, he's <laughs> just so... I don't know. That 2005 Pride and Prejudice is like porn to me. So, <laughs> Is that the one with Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, no. Or that's... The, that's. I think that's Sense... And, no, not Sense... And, that's Emma. Emma. That's Emma. I'm thinking of the Kira Knightley remake of Pride and Prejudice oh, yeah. with Matthew McFarlane. Faden. Oh, I was okay. like just talking to Victoria from from the my other podcast last night about it. We wait. That's is a, he that's the a guy from Succession? Movie. And he's the guy in Succession. He's, oh, he's so creepy in that and good. Oh, he's great. Yeah. I, as, as as Shiv's husband. Uh huh. His his relationship with with Greg. Oh man. Yeah, I yeah. really liked that whole like little bit S and M moment. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was so, that told so many things about the stories. I guess the yeah. thing with Succession is the scripts are just so good, so good. I mean, every every scene. I mean, mm-hmm. in that last episode too. Like, it's just there was so I had to rewatch it just because there were things I was like, wow, that went over my head. Like, there's so much subtle things yeah. that are being said without being said while they're talking about one thing and they're they're actually referring to it. I mean, that yeah, I think I have to watch the especially last in again. his regard, like in that, regards to his character, like that Pinter play. Oh, betrayal! Yeah, every line means something else, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. the They're deep really theater all stuff. Pinter plays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, we promise not to get into that. Oh, as I said earlier, Pope Francis this week plays. turning eighty-four. All right, the lesser pope on the podcast. Today. Oh, forget right. about him. We're we not even letting Chelsea him talk. Pope. <laughs> yeah. The pope here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh, uh, and also Sarah Paulson. Um, Our favorite girl, it's her birthday? Oh, yeah, let's that's go. Right. December 17th, oh. celebrating a birthday this week. Good for she's her. She's the new Meryl Streep, we've decided. Yeah. She's great. We've crowned her. I she's, love her. I mean, she's very dynamic. She's. Mm-hmm. I like her charisma. Like, whenever I see her come up uh, on a show or in a movie, you know, it's, it's she's When's Ryan going to encourage her to do more of a comedy, though? Let's get her you a com- comedic role. Release her from role. your grasp, Ryan. I know. Oh, she was in, you ever see her in Down With Love? She is so delightful in that. Okay, yeah. yeah, she's the friend. She's the oh, friend who uh, is with David Hyde Pierce. 
Oh my god! Who gets what David Hart? Well, she's at the also end. one of these actors. Very... She disappears. You don't recognize her for half the movie. You know, like that's true. She does have. She does have a very adaptable mm, energy. Yeah. But she. She also. You know. Nice. She. She know. She understands the assignment every time. And in that movie too, I do. I do just get a, a kick out of the fact that both of those secondary characters that are that end up hooking up at the end are like both. They're both queer, but they're like playing these. Yeah. Very. They're playing these sort of almost almost like vaudevillian type like broad comedy it's a very screwball comedy it type is. movie I, I, I recommend down with love sarah paulson's great in it everybody's great in it no i love that movie it's you know back to that kind of noises off energy of yeah. doors closing farce people's yeah, energy every, this person's coming this person's coming out yeah oh yeah thanks happy birthday to all those people oh yeah and brad pitt billy eilish and oh, see ya guys, whatever <laughs> thank you so much for coming here and talking with us for the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today Is even today a day? Even a thing? Oh, of course you know it's a thing. <laughs> it is, uh. Uh, the best day ever in oh, all yeah, history right. on December 16th. That's right. It is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Oh, okay. Right. Go. What can you cover with chocolate? Oh. To eat. Steak. Co- cover uh, this mic table. You can cover yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't a just say chewy. things in the room. Cup. <laughs> you can cover can. Coffee, uh, Boxing la- glove. LaCroix. Chocolate covered LaCroix can. Chocolate covered... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> chocolate covered book, chocolate covered card, uh, chocolate covered me. <laughs> what can you cover with chocolate? Um, chocolate bananas, peanut oh, yeah, butter, yeah. cookies, potato chips, orange wedges. Oh yeah, those are tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how do you? Why don't they you have melt a chocolate, the chocolate covered and then you dip it in or you yeah. pour it over? I've actually I guess never you could done do it that. either way. I guess you could do. I think I've seen on the the Great British Baking Show. Oh yes, I'm they have. Favorite. That was not a British accent. I don't know what that was. That was Scottish. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Part of the empire for a long, long time. Sometimes, so I think it counts. There you it, go. They, don't don't get the Scots mad. When the Scots get mad, it's a whole thing. I believe Mc, it, Mr. McCammon. I believe it. You know, in an improv scene, they'll tell me to do X accent, and I just I just talk talking weird <laughs> and I hope for the no. best I remember in a scene Same. I was being they said okay now do an Irish like it's like one of those sort of now change type things and they're like now do an Irish accent and I was like oh, no problem mate hoity toity I've been going to the store and I didn't do it and then the guy was just like no yeah. it's better no. to just take that shot though you, you will know? never you get on a Herald team Chelsea bro <laughs> Um, I have a self-tape today I have to do later with a slight Hungarian accent. Whoa. Yeah. It's a good luck. I think I'm just going to change the W's to V's. I so want like, to suck your blood. Yeah, yeah. that's the vibe, but <laughs> subtle. <easy>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you want to do like a Dracula. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? There's the uh, beach. It, it is beach. Oh, and oh. also, uh, Grace, I'm really sorry, but yes. only on the 15th, which is the Day of Reconciliation. So I'm sorry about all of the wrongs. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. I forgive but you. Not, not, not with the thermostat, because I'm right about the thermostat. Wow. Okay. And the whole thermostat thing has been flipped on its head, too, because oh. she's the one turning it down now. It's a new thermostat. He's so cold I think it's or whatever. Rules. I'm cold. 
Well, I'm cool. Is there a is there a thermostat day that you guys can hash this out? Like a national thermostat? That would be good. Uh, yeah, we should call the national day calendar because well, there's a day for everything. Yeah, if they're going to do a chocolate-covered day and a, and a reconciliation day, they should have a thermostat day. I agree. Um, I, I just, it sounds like it's needed from what from what I'm gathering. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to everybody who needs to reconcile with me and say, hey, it's reconciliation day. Yeah. I'm I'm giving to you work. the opportunity Would you to like apologize to, to me. Yeah. yeah. Do you have something you want to say to me? I'm just going to start texting. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a big group text. Hey, happy National Reconciliation Day. No one can see who it is in the text because it's all just random numbers, but yeah. you know. Uh, I'm ready for the apologies. Let oh. them roll in, baby. <laughs> nice. Tomorrow's a big day for Grace's people, National Maple Syrup Day. Yes! But for sugar addicts and East Coasters alike. That's uh, a good day. Celebrated by taking shots of the disgusting it stuff. It must be oh, the real like thing, straight yeah. from the maple tree. That is key. Not that syrupy stuff. As not pancake it, syrup, not just generic. No, it's made of corn syrup, not yeah, maple trees. not real. No, real. it's the essence of the tree. As the sap rises, then it spills out. Do you, have you ever seen how they get the maple syrup? <sighs> Come, there's they no other like, trees. Yeah, you can like I've seen like a little yeah. spigot, little yeah. spout thing. That can yeah, and then it co- the sap comes out, and then you boil it in these big vats. Mm. Yeah, mm. yummy. No boiled other trees sap. have the power to make candy like that. <laughs> like if you see regular sap on an, any other kind of tree, it's like disgusting. Have you ever tried to eat that? This is why you don't teeth? like maple syrup. Is you've tried too many other saps, and you're just like they've yeah, wronged no, me. I've been led astray before. <laughs> yeah, that stuff looks really me. sweet. Oh, it's like strawberry scented chapstick. You really want to take a bite, and then you do. And it's a whole trick. I can see why you've got a grudge. Yeah. I can see why you've got I, a grudge. I actually like to collect little bits of that sap and then you kind of set it aside and then you can burn it. Oh. Yeah, like you burn when you're burning all your other herbs and stuff. It's uh, sort of just like, like incense frankincense. Or, okay, That's yeah. the essence of well, things that you can burn. It's like, yeah, anyway, it'll help things burn too. So. Will that help it smell like Christmas all the time? Yes. Oh. That's nice. That's the one yeah. thing I'm down for with the whole tree is a bit of a mess and it's a hauling thing with the truck mm-hmm. and everything, but also the smell... Uh, delightful. Uh, I'm yeah. ready to admit. Uh, pretty I, pleasant. I caught you this morning just with your head stuck in the Christmas tree. Just yeah. Just looking at the all tree. the tiny, cute little ornaments. <laughs> That's what I do. That's how my people celebrate. I'm just taking a big whiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, tomorrow is also Smells National Ugly Sweater Day. I don't know what the craze is, but people need to knock it off. This is 10 years of doing this ugly sweater thing. All right. It's no. offensive to people who find the sweaters cute. It has been offending grandmas for years this holiday. I know. Just call it ugly really is. Plus a lot Mm -hmm. of people have like the only, for for a while there, I felt like my best look, you know, was the, was the sweater vest with the V cut Mm -hmm. neck. Yeah. It wasn't ugly that are the yellow and orange Argyle sweater vest you have. Yeah. Who knows whether it was ugly or not. That's candy corn, baby. Yeah. That's candy corn. If someone had walked up to me during those days and said, you're, that's an ugly, oh, nice, ugly sweater. I'd have been like heartbroken. Yeah. I'd have been like, this is my handsome sweater. Yeah, just because a sweater is 3D and has things popping off of it and random pom-poms and glitter, why is it necessarily ugly, you know? It's my flair. My grandma says it's my handsome boy sweater. <laughs> How would she you says in- I'm a handsome boy. You call this ugly? <laughs> yeah. You're grandma a says. <laughs> um, it's also national, believe it or not, on December 16th, Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Barbie and Barney? Both Barbie and Barney have had some backlash against them because of, you know, Barney's body shaming everyone. And Barney's song is so annoying. Oh, I see. 
Oh, yeah. and there's just a whole... They, they have to share a day. People, the young ladies look at Barney and they say, I can never achieve that body. You know, I can never have that hot <laughs> of a body. And the, and the Barney. Barbie jingle, everybody knows the Barbie exactly. jingle is so obnoxious. Parents got obnoxious. sick of it in the 90s. So fun to reminisce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun to reminisce. Yeah. Some dog shit happened. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. Uh, the United States, due to my constant marching, ends the war in Iraq in 2003. Uh, wait, no. You marched against that. Oh, sure. We all did. Oh. You know, I, I did, too. You I was yeah. 21, I was college, you're drunk. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, on this day, December 16th in 1773, here comes your history lesson. Ooh. 60 men dressed as Mohawk Indians... Now that would not be appropriate, oh, this is but neither would be this that they boarded the ships in. Okay, the um, word came from the. Okay, yeah. <laughs> in the Boston <laughs> Harbor and uh, spilled 342 chests filled with tea out into the harbor. That's right. The Boston uh, Tea Party was on this day. Um, they were protesting Parliament's Tea Act, which was going to mm-hmm. tax the tea. Now, tea to the colonial people was like coffee and weed and all, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all opioids combined. Maybe That's it how had all that shit in it is why. Tea was everything to those those British immigrants. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is serious. Yeah. I, I always liked that part. If you have to learn revolutionary history, you know, it's just kind of a badass scene, this idea that they're sure. dumping uh, all that just tea deliberately, into the harbor. Deliberately that wasteful. I always think of it just like, like I always imagine like the tea brewing in the, in the seawater. Yeah. yeah. And then all of the marine life are just like, Wired out, yeah. What is this? (laughs) Slightly tan, caffeinated fish. This uh, uh, on this date in nineteen seventeen ninety. Okay, let's get some numbers right here. Seventeen ninety one. The Bill of Rights is finally ratified. Good thing, bad thing. Is that the one with all the rights in it? Yeah, rights are good. Rights are very good. Bills aren't great, but rights are cool. Yeah. I don't like bills, but I do love me some rights. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the truth is you got rights without bills. Yeah. Right. That's all the patriarchy. Some guy named Bill comes down and says, hey, here's a bill for your rights. Right. Like, fuck all that shit. I had rights before you, pal. That's how the libertarians say. In 1901, author Beatrix Potter self-published her children's story, The Tale of Peter Rabbit. And she specifically wanted it to be small enough that children's hands could hold it. You know, those books are tiny. Oh, yeah, a tiny book for tiny hands. Yeah. That's very thoughtful. Did you have the puffy pages when you were kids? Puffy pages? It was like puffy books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Full of air or something? I don't know, water in there, some kind of goo? Yeah, it's just puffies. Yeah, Pet the Bunny was one. Yeah, I liked all the tactile books yeah. mm-hmm. before they would get gross you know, my fingers were dirty sometimes and then you get it and then get schmutz on the yeah on the fuzz and or then scratch and sniff you know and you sniffs, scratch yeah. them until you can't smell anything anymore do you ever like if you're ever in like a waiting room at a doctor's office or something i remember like had those kinds of books being in there for like children's doctors or whatever and the books are all 
fucked up and covered like, in, in the, mucus. The, and, yeah, like, sort of like the, the scratch and sniff, which now it's like, oh my god, it'd be such a health. No, COVID issue. has banned all scratch and sniff books now. Just, I'm just imagining all the finger, like the fingernail, like scratching. Yeah. Like you open it and you're like, oh, this this, this guy's worn. This guy's yeah. this yeah, guy's Welcome run to through. the doctor's office. Now, yeah. in case you didn't have a cold, you will now have a cold. Yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> it, was, it was nasty. Highlights. Oh my gosh. Ooh, in 1962, NASA launched Explorer 16 from Cape Canaveral. Is that a satellite? satellite, Yes. Okay. Hey, did you know that there's this satellite that's now getting closer and closer to the sun and taking some of the best solar pictures that we've ever seen? Um, Basically, it will burn up eventually, but it's now gotten closer to the sun than any other satellite has. Oh, wow. But eventually, it's going to go into the sun? Um, it'll just burn up in the atmosphere. Oh, got yeah. you. Yeah, but it's transmitting um, satellite photos back to us Which so is, we can that's see That's very the sun cool. Close up, yeah. Meanwhile, the satellite's like, ah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, so did I hate this job. <laughs> it's a sentient satellite. Yeah. Oh, no, that makes me sad. They Sorry. make them sentient now I just know. to be jerks. <laughs> everything's, everything's sentient, and every time you drop a phone and it like cracks the screen, it's like, no, hey. my face. The iPhone 8 is like I still wish why don't you love me anymore <laughs> throw, me away. You throw me away for the new model <laughs> yeah that poor satellite is gonna go into the sun <laughs> that's where my brain went oh god yeah that's why we made robots so we can kill them yeah. and mistreat them and not feel bad about it that's exactly and that's what that's that's where a lot of uh robot literature explores is what it, yeah oh really do you think um yeah. do you think that uh that guys because they have because the the default voice on the automatic uh, software that talks to you on your computer or phone mm-hmm. is the lady's voice that they like are misogynist and sexist in private no I think that they are not you at think all that the, the because engineers I like, of that are because, in private or because like no I, I, I like to listen to men or I mean too many people have had this as a comedy idea for it not to be true oh and I don't think that it I don't think I would do it but I can see the pull of like, you know, you're already in a fight with your wife, right? But then you yell at Siri instead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Um, might be good for your relationship. My, my thing, like on like a, like on a, I think that the people who make stuff like Siri are such, I think at the end of the day, they're all about their bottom line and they're, they, so they do all their, their research and, and, and yada yada. And they're just like, scientifically speaking, this is the voice that gen- this is the default voice that most people want to hear. Yeah. And and we're going to put the voice that most people want to hear cuz money. Yeah. Like right. I think I think it comes <laughs> it's even more divorced from I don't even think that yeah, maybe there is misogyny definitely in Silicon Valley, but like I think what they're doing is is so much more like in this like I just think it's all like Mark Zuckerberg type. This is me stereotyping, but they're all like that sort of like Yes, we're just going to create this virtual world. Yeah. This is the thing that we're going to make because the people consume. Metaverse. This is the consuming people do the consuming thing. Like well, it's but not- they're also they're also like fulfilling their own like nine year old boy childhood dreams of like the robot will be my girlfriend. You know, like, yeah. that's what that movie Her was all about and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding! Celebrity moment. I know oh, sure. a friend of a friend who is one of the voices on Siri. Oh really? Yeah. I'm so sorry I said that. I was wrong. The point is, it's all about content right now. Content, content, content. Well, that was a bunch right there for you. There it is. All that was a bunch of content. 
Absolutely. I mean, how much of that trivia did you know before this? How much of these historical days? How much of these famous birthdays? None. All right? How good about your own birthday did you feel before we brought up the fact that you share it maybe with one of these your celebrity luminaries? Absolutely. And um, speaking of content, um, how many wigs do you actually own, Chelsea Pope? Oh, oh I think... How I, do you store I them? Say, I want to say I have about... I feel bad because I've got a lot and I don't use them nearly as much as I should. And that's. But I think I have about maybe 30. Maybe Amazing. Like, I'm, I'm possibly lowballing. It's about 30. Um, <laughs> I have two of those white like plastic clear tubs with the white like snap-on lids um do you have the wig heads or do you fold the wigs inside out to kind of store them she tosses them in the tub like a normal person grace (laughs) (laughs) well there are a couple that i try to be delicate and do the flippy inward outward thing and i do have a couple of wig heads that like I still have like my Jen Psaki wig on, even though I don't know when I'm going to do another one of those. Oh, um, I like, like you your know. Jen Psaki oh, uh, videos. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I try to keep certain ones nice as much as I can. Um, or I try to, I try to keep the majority of them unless there's the ones that are already like just so beyond the pale, so messed up or they're already so cheap and crappy and like Halloween costume quality. Like those ones I don't worry about as much. I just kind of maybe toss them in or I try to keep them in like a, like a plastic bag. I try to keep the nicer ones like smoothed out, maybe flipped inward in a bag. Nice. Um, but I get a lo- I've gotten a lot of my wigs actually uh, online. And so like the little shipping bag that it comes in, yeah, you know, like a little prime bag or whatever, that's, that'll be the storage vessel. Those <laughs> yeah. are actually pretty effective. They're, fo- they're, you know, they're kind of like, it's like you have a wig wrapped in bubble wrap essentially. But the only problem is I just can't see through it. So I have to keep opening each one looking for, it's a whole thing where to store all the costumes and the wigs. I mean, I have so many and, and I can't get rid of, you know, all the different tap shoes because what if I do a tap again or something? I've thought about like, if I were wealthy enough, and I had like a whole walk-in closet and a bunch of those like foam heads and I could put all of my my wigs, my choice wigs oh, on so a display. With 30 plus wigs, you'd need a room set aside. Like yeah. room, shelving, infrastructure. Oh, I've, got, like- I've thought about it. Like what if I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Return to Oz, you know, the Queen Mummy's oh, yeah. got the whole, he- the whole room full of heads. Yeah. That would be me with my wig collection. Just a bunch of... <laughs> I think we'll go with number four today. <laughs> long, you like, know. did you love in um, Schitt's Creek when Moira Rose uh, decides to wear wig. the wig on top of the wig as like a hat? Oh, did yeah, you yeah, yeah. catch She's that moment? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was just improvised in the moment That's where so she and the hairdresser were laughing about it and were like, well, what if you just showed up on set? Because you'll notice in that scene they never address it. Yeah. It just, she's just, just wearing just she's just a doing. brown curly wig on top of her blonde wig. That's and so, so yeah, they just, she showed up to set just wearing that and the totally hairstylist was giggling and they were like oh that's hilarious it's just part of the character I like yeah. that that wouldn't be questioned in that world I like that <laughs> I get a lot of like Lily Tomlin vibes from you oh she, really I mean well that's yeah that's praise I love of I love course. Lily Tomlin that's super cool especially back in like you know the 70s when she was oh, really doing those characters live yeah. yeah yeah I gotta I gotta do more I, I gotta do more Lily Tomlin appreciation in general she's 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 an inspiration for sure yeah sure, she's still her, going um Carol Burnett, I really have enjoyed. Madeline Kahn. Um, Wait, who yeah. did we see? Nice. Uh, wasn't it? Did we see Lily Tomlin? Or yes, we yeah, saw Lily right. Tomlin saw Lily in Tomlin. Grass Valley. Yeah. That's cool. And then that's I've so seen cool. her on, you know, Frank 
Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie yeah. Um, yeah. What improv troops uh, have you been with? Because that's a whole thing in um, LA. Yeah. If you're starting out as, yeah. It's like that's starting been out in a, a cornerstone thing for the comedy community in LA. There's so many different, at one point there were so many different places you could do, study and perform improv. Um, I've been involved with UCB. I've never, I want to preface by saying the only semblance of a house team I've ever been on is I was a member of the Sunday company at the Groundlings, which was more of a sketch oriented, sometimes improv performing weekly sketches where uh, you write write you write things down not just improv yeah you do you know you write like a three to five minute character driven sketch and you put that up um that's something that i was involved with for a time i did do a lot of like indie improv like just formed with teams and performed we don't uh, use the term indian anymore oh sorry no indie not in like indie (laughs) like indiana jones not indian sorry my bad and yeah like trent Krim, the independent um that but like that would uh, so i performed with all kinds of random groups of people at um UCB, Groundlings, uh, the Pack Theater, IO West when that was still open, um, the Clubhouse Theater. I think that's re- I think that's recently reopened. I'm super out of the loop with all that. But so um, then a lot of the movie stars that are actors now got their start in improv comedy and comedy and SNL. That, that yeah, they, is SNL like the. Oscars of, of I think improv. a lot of people do kind of aim in that general direction. I think there's a lot of people who go into places like Groundlings, specifically Groundlings, like hopeful of that. Mm. Uh, that that being the case, I know when I took my very first Groundlings class, that was like the beginning of 2012, end of 2011, and um, that's that was a mentality of a lot. Of, that was the same year that Bridesmaids came out, mm-hmm. and so people were very high on Kristen Wiig. Um, you know, and I mean, they've had a number of other alumni like Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry, and and so many others, and and uh, that's no one's heard of Will Ferrell. Or, uh, I know, come on. I know. This is pretty niche stuff, but unfortunately, never broke into movies. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Some people find him inspiring. I don't know. Um, uh, we yeah. love you, Will. We, we he listens, so oh, yeah. gotta I'm give a big, him a shout I'm a big out. Will Ferrell fan. I, I he was definitely part of where my decision making. I mean, Groundlings knew what they were doing. I remember when I was I was shopping around at the different sites. I'm like, do I take my first improv class at UCB, Second City, it's Groundlings, great. IO? You know, they all were like hundreds of dollars, and it's like, where do I want to spend hundreds of dollars? Right, right. And the website of Groundlings, much all the same. you open the Groundlings website, and it was like like the top of the panel before you scroll down is just all of their alumni. <laughs> yeah. Like, like every person you were thinking of when you typed in Groundlings is just boom, right there. I took that you as... You want to sign up? Like, I don't know, maybe, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I still you're... signed up, but I took that as more of a red flag because I was like, I was like, why? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe different, different people that react seems differently. Like a trick for somebody from Minnesota to fall Well, when you're barely paying your rent in LA and then your agent tells you you have to do improv in order to be an actor or for casting directors to look at you, it becomes one of the other things along with all the expenses. Exactly. It's an expensive thing and yeah, yeah, and and that is... But it's an investment too though, like... It's an investment. It's also something that has faced a lot of criticism over the last 10 years. It was something that people just sort of like... Uh, blind, not blindly, like there was certainly criticism, but I think it much more in the last five years came to the forefront just how financially privileged you had to be to um, participate in these programs and what an unfair advantage people, uh, moneyed people had yeah, as opposed to folks that maybe were people who were disadvantaged but extremely talented and 
some more opportunities have been cultivated at some of these places, diversity scholarships and what have you. But um, it's it's been, you know, it's it's been a, a pay to play situation for a while, and so that's it's been interesting watching that dynamic shift and how know. it shifts in that you don't if you can have a phone which yeah. has a video, you can shoot your own material yes. and just do sketch and do improv with your friends. Half of them have been through the programs, half of them haven't. They're just they've done improv as actors, yeah. but. You know, that's something I really admire about you. And I really hope all of you guys out there go and check out Chelsea the Pope because she's doing the perfect LAAF thing, which is creating her own content. And it's only a matter of time uh, before she just continues to book more and more TV, commercials, movies. a lot of nice stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. not not an unimpressive IMDb. She's been in a whole bunch of uh, uh, stuff, some Mm -hmm. of which, you know, I've seen, some of which I've not seen. Oh, Um, that's cool. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, super cool. And it's always like um, interesting. Everybody has like a a different story of L.A., you Mm -hmm. know, like, I mean, uh, how you climb the ladder to actually making some money doing what you love. Well, the story I like is like what people have found that is enjoyable. Like people all move here with this idea in their head or start doing this type of work with Mm -hmm. this idea in their head. But then also they like, like get caught up in doing other stuff that they maybe enjoy more or they didn't know was out there. There's been so many things that prop co- uh, came up that like, oh, I didn't know you could do this or whatever, yeah. you know, like There's I didn't so do so much of the technical the stuff before. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, and just interesting stuff. And that's also the part we were talking about, you know, cables and gear earlier. And it's like, that's one of the things of like making your own stuff is like, okay, if you're a geek, like now you're on this train of constantly nerding out with everything. And like, yeah. I don't know, that's fine for me. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Nerd culture is, it's really, it's really taking quite a comeback. And I, I think that's, I think that's great. I think there's something for everybody in LA ultimately and if you're adaptable you, you, you make your way hell you know? yeah, yeah. As, as you know I don't want to say that as a blanket statement it's, it's it can be a struggle you no, know you can totally but die too so yeah yeah you can, <laughs> you, you can get robbed to death yeah <laughs> yeah but you can always stay at the Cecil maybe yeah, yeah. with the ghost there you go you don't need to save any money just move here stay at the Cecil you'll be <laughs> yeah. fine there you go Thanks for coming, everybody. Follow us on the stuff and uh, do all the things, you know? Patreon.com slash LAAF. Woo! Thanks for coming, Chelsea Pope. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes. This was delightful. You both are great. Woo! Where's this thing going to end anyway? Goodbye, everyone! That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. It's over. You did a great thing here today. And you were a star, you were. Thank you for the opportunity. Are you listening to this?